0: like to do that with us tonight you're welcome to do so and so today is the 27th I guess I mean Proverbs Proverbs 27 that's right right okay Proverbs 27 Looks like 27 verses, okay, let's do six apiece. Uh, sister, go ahead and start
1: us out. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth. A stranger, and not thine own lips. A stone is heavy. And the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But thou, but who is able to stand before envy? Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faith, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful.
2: Thank you right. The full and loathsome of uh, the, the full soul loatheth in honeycomb, but the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet as a bird that wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his place, ointment and perfume rejoice the heart so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Thine own friend and thy father's friend's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity. For better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. My son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished.
0: Thank you, Brother. Read seven.
2: Take his garment that is surety for a stranger, and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. A continual dropping in a very rainy day, and a contentious woman are alike. Whosoever hideth her hideth the wind, and the ointment of his right hand, which bewrayeth itself. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof, so he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. As in water face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man.
1: Thanks, Sister.
3: Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. As the fining pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. Though thou shouldest bray a fool in a mortar among wheat and with a pestle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and, and look well to thy herds. For riches are not forever and doth the crown endure to <clears throat> every generation the hay appeareth and the tender grass showeth itself and herbs of the mountains are gathered the lambs are for thy clothing and the goats are the price of the field and thou shalt have goats milk enough for thy day and for the food and for the food of thy household and for the maintenance of thy maidens
0: Amen. Thank you, brother. If you have your Bibles tonight, turn to John chapter 14 with me uh, and look in verse 31. I want to preach on tonight, uh, more like Jesus in 24, more like Jesus in 24. That's sort of like our our banner that we're going to get, do more and uh, open up your heart door in 24. And so tonight I want to kind of get on that thought. This is the last Wednesday of the year. Uh, We're coming to an end of the year. I just want to kind of encourage you tonight. And we're going to do that out of John chapter 14, verse 31. Verse 31. The Bible says, But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise and let us go hence. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name here tonight, thanking you for the word of God, and especially, Lord, to be able to read the words that Jesus has spoken, and, Father, what he has said. And, Lord, I pray, Father, that he would encourage us tonight, Lord, at the end of this year. God, as we go forward into next year, Lord, and the things that we don't know that will happen, the things, dear God, that we know that we didn't do this past year. And, Father, I just ask you to help us, God, to to get a vision, Lord, to get direction in our lives, to help us to, to Lord, to know that, that we can't continue on. And, God, we got to be what you have us to be and ask us to be. And we pray, Lord, that you'll lead and guide the service. You'll help us that are here tonight. Open our eyes, our ears that we may hear. And, God, that we may follow the, the Scripture as what Jesus has said. Father, I ask you now, Lord, as we come to the end of this year, God, that would help us to, to go into the next year, Lord, full of strength, full of power, full of faith, and just serving and living for Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So here in the Scripture tonight, Jesus is trying to encourage His disciples. Jesus knows that the end is near. He knows that the end is near for Him. He knows that He's going to be headed to Jerusalem here soon. He knows he's going to the cross. He knows he's going to die. And so as life as it was for him is going to change forever. The life as the disciples is going to change forever. And so there's coming an end. I kind of put it tonight in the way of 2023. 2023 will never get back. 2023 is almost done and over. And all that was said and all that was done has been done and said. And we might be able to say, "I'm sorry." We might say that I wish I could have done something more. I could have done something better. Uh, I could have been what what I should have been. Uh, All those words will not bring back all of our actions, all of our deeds, all of the thoughts, all of our words. Uh, that we have done, all the things that we have done for Jesus or we haven't done for Jesus, it's all coming to a close here in 2023. Well, here in the life of Jesus, it's coming to a close. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, in verses 1 through 3, he tells us, let not your heart be troubled, because he's trying to encourage his disciples. He said, Be ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am, there you may be also. And he's telling them, I'm going. I'm going. But I'm trying to encourage you to let you know that where I'm at, you'll be there too. You'll be with me. And so the encouragement is, I'm leaving It's changing, it's ending. Things are going to be different. Things are not going to be the same. It's not going to be like it was. And yet, I'm going to be with you. And then look in verse 12. He tells them, he says, uh, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me... The works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall be done, because I go unto my Father. And so he tells them, I'm leaving, I'm going, I'm going unto my Father. The The change is coming. The end is fixing to be here. It's going to not be the same as it was. In verse 16 and 17, he says... And I will pray the Father. He's trying to encourage him now. And he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And so here in the encouragement of hey the end is coming. Things are coming. They're going to be different. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm going back to the Father. But listen, eventually you'll be with me. But in the Meantime, I'm going to pray unto the Father that He'd bring a comfort to you. He'd bring one to you that would bring that comfort, the Spirit of truth. And He said that Spirit of truth will indwell in you and you indwell in Him. And so y'all will become one. Again, He's trying to encourage these disciples about Him leaving. We find also in verse 19, the He says... Yet in a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me because I live and you shall live also. He's saying the world seeth me no more. The change is coming. The end of me being on this, on this side, the end of me being in this world is about to be done and over. But I'm letting you know that I'm going to the Father and I'm going to send back the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. And he'll be with you. Uh, verse 27, he says, peace I leave with you. So it's again, he's telling them, I'm leaving, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to send the comforter to you, but also I'm going to leave peace with you. And so it's, it, you see the context of the scripture. It's about him leaving, about encouraging them, about he's not going to go uh, except whenever uh, he's going to go, he's going to prepare a place and they're going to come unto him just to bring them to a place and in the meantime, the Spirit of God will be with you. Peace I will leave with you. In verse 28 he says, he says, you have heard now I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father for my Father is greater than I. And then in verse 28, Uh, As he says, he says, I will come again unto you. And so he's saying to them, as he's saying to us tonight, that I'm going, I'm going back to the Father. I'm building a mansion. I'm going to leave you with peace. I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit of God. uh, But I'm just letting you know I'm going away. So the things are going to change up here. It's going to be different. It's not going to ever be the same. Uh, it's not ever going to be like it was. It's never going to remain as it is. And I want to encourage you tonight that as, two, as 2023 comes and goes, 2024 will never be like 2023. It never will be. I mean, the, it will never, ever, ever come to that place. It's going to be different. It's going to be changed. It's, the end has come, and we have to recognize it And yet, verse 31 is our message tonight. Jesus says this to them. He says, but, after all that, after all, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going to build a mansion. I'm going to bring you up there with me. You're going to get peace. You're going to have the comforter. I'm going to go away unto the Father. Uh, All that. Then he says, but. He says, but, that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. I want to say tonight that's where we need to be for 2024. We need to be exactly where Jesus was. And as I think about the scripture tonight, I think about what the Bible says about us being like Jesus. For example, First Peter chapter two, verse twenty-one says, "For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example." that you should follow His steps. So if Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 31, that the world may know that I love the Father, and the Father gave me commandment, even so I do, arise, let us go thence. If we're going to be like Jesus, we're going to have to do what Jesus did. I also recognize Philippians 2, 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If we're going to be like Jesus, we're going to do what Jesus did. We find also in 1 John 2, 6, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Talking about Christ. We find in 1 John four seventeen, 17, Herein is my love made perfect, that you may be, have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. So if i in Scripture that says, be like Him, Scripture says, we are like Him. Scripture says, walk as He walked. Scripture says, follow His steps. We find another Scripture in Matthew 16, 24, it said, This Jesus said unto His disciples, If any man will come after Me, let him, let him, uh, take, let him, let, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow Me. In John 10, verse 27, he said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And so tonight we have some encouragement in that the uh, days of 2023 are gone and are leaving or or they're fleeing. The year 2024 needs to be a year in which we're going to look to, but in that year uh, we're going to have to find that if we're going to do anything, we're going to have to be like Jesus. So, how was Jesus in the way of departing? How was Jesus in the way of how he was going to live his last days? How was he going to live out the rest of his time? And that's the way we need to look at it tonight. How we're going to live the rest of our time? How we're going to live out the rest of our days? How are we going to live in the rest of 2023 and on to 2024? What will it be? Uh, I will suggest that we need to live like Jesus lived. Amen. Number one, I want you to notice about Jesus, uh, what he did in the remaining days toward the end of him. He, he had the desire of Jesus. The desire of Jesus was seen in verse 31, but that the world may, be, may know that I love the Father. That was his desire. That was his mindset. That was his heart. That was what he has put upon himself. He said all that he's ever going to do, all that he's ever going to accomplish, and the one thing that he wanted to accomplish right now was that he wanted, to, he wanted the world to know that he loved the Father. You said, that ought to be the desire of our heart tonight. Not only in the rest of this year, but all of next year, that the world would know that I love the Father. Now, wouldn't that be something tonight? That'd be just like Jesus. Somebody said, well, what do you want to be like when you grow up? I want to be like Jesus when I grow up. What do you want to be like next year? You want to be like you were last year? Oh, no, I want to be like Jesus next year. And how is that? I want the world to know that I love the Father. Now, wouldn't that be good tonight to let the world know that I love the Father? I'm telling you, what a desire that Jesus had. What he was saying is this, is my affection for the Father is revealed. My affection for the Father is revealed, and it's revealed to the saved. You know, we talk about the world tonight. The world is made up of the saved. The world is made up of the lost, isn't it? And so he wants to reveal to the saved, he wants to let those who know God know himself, that he wants them to reveal that I love the Father. In order to be in our hearts tonight, that everyone that is saved, everyone that knows God, they ought to know something else tonight. They ought to know that you love the Father. Amen. Uh, Whoever is born again and saved in your home, in your church, in your neighbors or your family, wherever it may be tonight, it ought to be the desire of your heart that I want everyone that is born again in this world to know that I have affections for Father. I got affections for God. Tonight, that ought to be the real desire of your heart because it was the real desire of the heart of Jesus. Amen. But that I That the world may know that I love the Father. I notice secondly tonight, not only the affections for the Father is revealed to to the saved, but my connection to the Father is recognized by the lost. See, the world again is made up of saved and lost. He said that they may know. That word know means, means a connection tonight. That I want every lost man, woman, boy, and girl. I want every lost co-worker. I want every lost family member. I want every lost uh, maybe working down at the gas station, maybe working at Wally World, maybe down at Home Depot. Every lost person in my entire life or the rest of 2023 and going into 2024. I want every lost woman to know and to recognize that I love the father that's what I want that's my desire in my heart is I want a whole world to know that I love the father that word "know" means I'm connected to the father I'm connected to the father the lost will know there's something about that individual that's different he's connected to the father he loves the father He loves God, amen? And the world ought to know that tonight, whether it's lost, whether it's saved tonight. They ought to know that your affection for the Father, they are to know the connection to the Father, they ought to know tonight the appreciation to the Father. Uh, the Bible teaches us clearly about these things. And so the world tonight, as we go into 2024, the desire of our hearts is this, as it was for Jesus, that they would know, that I would know, they would know that I'm connected to the Father, I'm appreciated of the Father, and I'm attracted to the Father, I'm affectionate to the Father. Let me just say it like this tonight. I love God. Amen. That ought to be the desire of your heart going into this next year. Jesus is about to die on the cross of Calvary. Jesus is about to give his life. Jesus is about to shed his blood. Jesus is about to get beat up. Jesus is about to have the crown of thorns placed upon his head. Jesus is about to have a sword put upon his side. Jesus is about to have nails put into his hands and his feet. Jesus is about to give up the goats. Jesus is about tonight to come to the most cruciating of all pain. He's about to bear the sin of the world. He's about to take all the evil and the wickedness of every man of every heart. God is about to turn his back upon Jesus on the cross of Calvary tonight and he says what he wants is he wants the world to know that he loves his father. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine tonight? This is what you have ahead of you. If I could say, okay, you're going to have a, a, a car wreck. You're going to have a, a surgery. Uh, you're going to have a financial bankruptcy. Uh, you're going <clears> to <throat> have a sickness. You're, you're going to have trouble. Your air condition is going to break down. A tree's going to fall on your house. I mean we're going to say all these things that's going to take place in 2024 and you're saying well all that matters to me is that I want the world to know that I love the Father. <laughs> See that's the heart of Jesus tonight. And I want to be like Jesus don't you? Well if that's so tonight we got to have a desire as He had And that was tonight that the world may know that I love the Father. Be like Jesus tonight. Do what Jesus does. Live as Jesus lived. I want you to notice tonight in his remaining days toward the end, he said, my desire was that the world may know that I love the Father. Can I say number two tonight? Not only there was a desire of Jesus, but I noticed the determination of Jesus. I noticed there in verse 31, he says, As the Father gave me commandments, even so I do. Even so I do. In other words, tonight, that was his determination. His determination tonight was not to maybe have to fight through battles or have to fight through troubles and situations. Uh, his, his, his whole determination was, I just got to get through this day. His determination was, I just got to get through this week. And this determination I got to get through uh, this mock trial. I got to get through this pilot and his uh, misunderstanding of what truth is. i got to get through uh, these individuals. i got to get through this Roman soldier. i got to get through uh, these uh, Jewish unbelievers, uh, these children of the devil. I mean, that was not his determination. His determination was different. His determination was, listen, i got a determination that God, has, my Father, has given me commandments, so I will do. That was what his determination was. I'll do as the commandments was given to me, I'll do that. And tonight, if we're going to be like Jesus, we got to come to the place to say, I've just got a determination. A determination. Man, that's that word's not used much anymore. I've got a determination. I've got a resolve. I've got within me, friend, I am so focused. I am so fixed. On what? I'm fixed on what the commandments that the Father has given me, and I will do it. And, friend, I find tonight I want to be like Jesus, don't you? And that's the way he was. I noticed uh, that word commandment there uh, would mean tonight orders. And so I put it like this that his determination was to obey his father's orders. Whatever order that he gave, he said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to obey it. That's my determination. He wasn't worried about dying. He wasn't worried about doing. He wasn't worried about saying. He wasn't worried about the troubles. He wasn't worried about having nowhere to lay his head. He, was no, he wasn't worried about going by the well and needing something to drink and waiting for a woman to come by to give him a drink. He wasn't worried about, friend, on a boat and it begins to, to have the wind and, and these waves kind of moving around and shaking it around and everybody thought they are going to perish. Listen, he was not concerned about any of those things tonight. He wasn't concerned about about his future he wasn't concerned about the next day the next week he was concerned about one thing tonight and that was this the commandments that the father has given me I want to obey his orders tonight that ought to be our determination I think tonight we worry about a lot of other things I think we worry about a lot of things in life tonight that we find that we don't, we're not obeying his orders if we're going to be like Jesus tonight, we've got to have a determination of Jesus and has to obey his orders. There's another word that was used here for the word commandment, and it's this tonight. It's demands. And so I put it like this tonight that he says do, which means I will submit to my father's demands. Whatever my father demands of me, I will submit to it. Whatever he demands of me as a husband, whatever he demands me of a wife, Whatever he demands me as a father and as a mother, whatever he demands me as a preacher, as a as a church member, what he demands me as a worker, what he demands me as a citizen, what he demands me as a customer, what he demands me as just a person, as a one who's a man, a woman who's a woman, whatever demands of me as a Christian, what he demands me as a believer, uh, friend, I will submit to the commands of the Lord. That was the desire of Jesus. Tonight, that needs to be our desire in 2024. I will obey his orders. I will submit to his demands. And, friend, that ought to be the heart of you and I tonight in the way of this next year. We can think about economics. We can think about politics. We can think about tonight the things that are going on in social. We can talk about tonight the things that are going on in churches. We could talk about tonight uh, the things that's happening in our our world tonight in the way of war, in the way of hate, in the way of of sin, in the way of, of evil tonight. And all that don't mean anything if we don't have a determination tonight to obey His orders and to be submissive to His demands. The whole world tonight could fall to pieces We can wake up in the morning and your dollars are zero. That doesn't relinquish you from being submissive to his demands. You can wake up in the morning and everybody in your home is gold. You can come home tomorrow from work and your house is burned down. You can leave out tomorrow and have a crash and total your car. I mean, tonight, I mean, tonight I'm just saying there's so many things and so many obstacles and so many uh, probabilities tonight in 2024. We've just got to be determined tonight that what I'm going to do like Jesus did is I'm going to take the Father's orders and take the Father's demands and I'm going to submit to them and I'm going to, I'm going to go to the place where I am just going to say yes, yes, Father, I will do, I'll do. I'll do. It may hurt. I'll do. I may suffer. I'll do. It may put me out. I'll do. It might be inconvenient. I do. It may it may cause you to lose some things. I do. It may it may cause you to maybe find yourself out some places. I do. It may cause you not to get the promotion. It may cause you not to get the house or the car. It may cause you to find yourself in a little trouble. I'll do. I'll do. If we find tonight Jesus' determination, thirdly I put it like this, to yield to my Father's words. To yield to my Father's words. Whatever the Word of God has said, whatever the Word of God is being preached to me, whatever the Word of God is being taught to me, whatever the word of God's being said to me in anywhere and everywhere, that I would want to have a determination that I'll just yield to the Father's words. Just yield. I'll stop making excuses. I'll stop trying to make, make all these reasons why. I'll stop trying to, to kind of neglect myself from that. i stop trying to be irresponsible with it. I'm just going to yield in 2024 to the words of the Father. That's what Jesus is saying. Fourthly, I put it like this, to fulfill my Father's will. His commandments is His will. And I just want to fulfill His will. Whatever His will is for my life, I want to fulfill it. Whatever God's will is in my life for 2024, I want to be able to have the determination in my heart to say, Yes, I'll fulfill that will. (laughs) Lastly, I put it like this, to satisfy my Father's charge. That word commandment means charge. And to satisfy it, whatever He charges me to do, I want to satisfy it. All Jesus is saying tonight is, I've got a determination that all my Father's commandments that He has given, so I do. I want to be like that, don't you? I want to be like that tonight. I want to be like that tomorrow. I want to be like that in 2024. That I might have a desire of Jesus that the world may know that I love the Father. That I might have a determination like Jesus. That all the orders and commands and all of the the, the charges and all the will and the word of God. That I might yield and submit. That I might come to a place and just be obedient unto the Lord. Oh, that I might satisfy and fulfill all that he has for my life. Isn't that the heart of the child of God tonight? It ought to be. It ought to be tonight that ought to be kicking you into 2024 so that you would say, I've got the desire of Jesus. I've got the determination of Jesus. I pray that you have those too. How We find tonight in this last point, we find the decision of Jesus. We see that decision in verse 31. He says, arise, let us go hence. You see, that was his decision to do so. That was his decision to say, Arise and let us go hence. And uh, I noticed that he went without any doubts. I noticed as the scripture has said, uh, Arise, let us go hence. It was immediate. There was no, there was no space. Uh, there was no hesitation. Uh, there was no doubts at all about Jesus saying, Let's Arise and let us go hence. i tell you something else it was that There was no questions asked. Tonight, that's where I want to be with God. I want to make decisions tonight without doubts, don't you? Don't you want to make decisions tonight and not have on the back burner, not have on the back of your mind, uh, not having, will? I don't know if this is really what God wants. I'm not sure that this is the direction He wants me to go to. I'm not sure completely satisfied. I mean, I put some signs out there. Now, a wicked generation seeketh a sign. And here's how the signs work. Hey, I'm going to try to get a home, and if I get approved for that home, that's a sign that tells me I belong to that home. That's wicked. Or you say, well, you know, if I go up here to get a car and I find somebody who's real nice and he's real kind and he offers me like $3,000 off on a rebate, I just know God's in that thing. And so you do that, and you get 3000 re- rebate, and you get the card, and you can't pay for it, and you say, what happened? Well, it just wasn't what God wanted. Or you say, well, I want a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, uh, you know, 5'2", 110-pound woman, or I want to find a, a, a big brunette, or I want to find a, a, big, uh, a big fella there with a bunch of muscles, you know, have a lot of money, drives a nice car, lives in a nice place, and, uh, boy, I, if God, you send that guy around me, he, I, you know, that, I just know that's him. I'm just saying, tonight, all these signs that everybody works off of is wicked. I want to be one on the other end that says the decisions that I'll make in 2023, the end, and up to 2024, I don't have no doubts. I, I don't have no questions. I just know exactly that's what God wants. And that's what Jesus did. He said, arise, let us go hence. No questions no doubts, and there was no debate. You know, what I see in Jesus right here, he was a man of action, a man of action. He said, but, but, I want the world to know that I love the Father, and my Father's commandments that he has given me, I'll do. Arise, let us go hence. A man of action. You know what we need tonight? We need men of action. We need women of action. We need to find somewhere within our hearts, within our DNA, within our minds and in our our very spirits tonight that we are going to be people of action. Aren't you tired and sick and tired tonight of just being full of laziness? Being full of just putting it off? Of just being people tonight that just do not get it done. I mean, you've got housework to do. You've been having housework to do. You've been having to fix stuff to do. You've been having chores to do for years now. Just can't get it done. You've been having saying, I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to read through the Bible. I'm going to read a certain of the Bible. And you ain't done it yet. You say, well, you know what? I'm going to get this situated. I'm going to get my my funeral situated. I'm going to get my savings situated. I'm going to get my finances situated. And you're always just talking about it. You never get nothing done. You know, not only is God just looking at you, just shaking his head, but everybody else around you. Friend, that's what happens in our Christian walk. We don't find ourselves in action. You know where we find ourselves? We find ourselves in reaction. We're always reacting. We're reacting to our wives and husbands. We're reacting to our children. We're reacting to our work. We're reacting in finances. We're reacting in every such a way. And friend, when you find reaction in all your life, you'll find you're not a man of action. You're a man of reaction. Reaction never gets it done. I could just imagine Jesus there with his disciples. And as, a, as he was saying to them, listen, I'm going to go, and, but I'm going to come back. And, and I'm going to take you with me. And where I'm at, you're going to be. You're going to get the peace. You're going to have the Holy Ghost of God, the Comforter. And I'm going to go to the Father and all that. And he's sitting around. And, and the guy says, well, Jesus, I guess we're to go now. Yeah, okay, let's go. But Jesus didn't do that. He was a man of action. He said, "Arise!" He wouldn't wait on nobody else to say, "Let's go." He wouldn't wait on nobody says, "Hey, listen, when you want to leave." He wouldn't wait on nobody to be in order. He said, "I'm in charge. I'm a leader here." I'm the one who's going to take it. And he says, arise and let us go in. Because he's a man of action tonight. And I'm telling you tonight, that's a decision that must be made upon you tonight that I will be a decision maker. I will be a man and a woman. I will be a people of action tonight. In 2024, I'd love to see Glory Baptist Church, a people in their home, work, and even in their church, of action. Of action. Getting it done, finishing the job, completing the course. Start something, finish it. We find tonight, not even a man of action. But I notice in that decision tonight, he's a man or a woman tonight of completion. And also tonight, a man of direction. He says, Jesus says in the way of direction, He says, Arise and let us go. Hence, so he gave a direction. Tonight we're in our decision-making of 2024. We're going to have to make some decisions, but we got to give direction with our decision. We can't always end in the same dead end. We can't always end in the same place we always started You know, they say this to be true. They said to do the same thing over and over and over and get the same results is insanity. Sometimes I think we're insane. What progress do we make? Where are we ahead? What direction are we giving our children and our family and our spouses tonight? What direction do we give in our church tonight? Well, you can look at the church what direction are the people giving us tonight? If I look at the church tonight and I see who's here and who's not here tonight, my heart is broken and my direction is this. I should quit too. Right? I should give up too. If this is all that cares, if this is all that has come, this is all that is going to be uh, excited, this is all that's going to take place the last Wednesday of 2023, and twenty-three—and this is it, Right? I mean, I prepared for a message tonight for not only just who came tonight, but for a thousand people tonight. It didn't even matter if one came or if a thousand came. But the whole point of what I'm trying to make is this, is our decisions tonight have to be that give direction and have to be of action and have to be of completion tonight in order for us to have like Jesus would have done. And so tonight our church, uh, Christian, the world tonight that loves Jesus tonight, I don't know, it just seems like uh, that it's just not where it ought to be. Maybe 2024 we can find that to make decisions like Jesus has made. And I know some people are sick, and I know some people are working, and I know some people tonight that are just Unable because they're tired. I understand all that, and I'm not saying anything harmful to anyone, but I am saying tonight if we could look back at the picture tonight and look at the church and see that so many pews that are open and so many people that are not, not here tonight, it's got to bring discouragement upon your heart. It's got to. You say, well, what do you, why do you know that? Because Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, Forsake not thyself assembling together as the manner of some is, What else does it say? Exhorting one another. Exhorting one another. And friend, when we find ourselves coming to the house of God, we find exhortation taking place, encouragement. But the opposite of that tonight, when we don't, it's discouragement. It's real tonight. It's real with people because we're just humans we have feelings too. Uh, we, we, we live tonight of being encouraged and being discouraged tonight. But what we have to overcome is that, is saying, I'm just going to have a desire and I'm going to have a decision and I'm just going to be determined like Jesus was and that decision that I'm going to make tonight, I've got to be a man, a woman tonight of action and of completion and of direction. As the year ends tonight, we move into 2024 to be like Jesus. Let me show you three things tonight in the way of application of this. Tonight I think all of us are to go into 2024 being hopeful. Being hopeful. I don't think tonight Jesus went into this stage of his life. He's about to die for us. Do you notice that verse being hopeful to you? I mean all that he was saying, I got to go away, I'm going to go away. What he's saying is I'm going to die. You'll never see me again. This world will never see me anymore. I'm done on this side. I'm about done on my, about to finish the will of the Father. I'm about to finish His work. I'm about done. You'll never, never, ever see me like this again. Well, that's discouraging. That's why He says, let not your heart be troubled. Because, boy, they're just looking at Him. And there's no doubt there was probably tears in their eyes. There was probably a mourning in their hearts. Uh, uh, There was probably thinking, no. No, Lord, we've been with you for three and a half years. Man, we don't want you to go. Man, this is good. You're the the king. You're the savior. We would want you to be with us forever. I would, wouldn't you? I'd be like that. I'd grab on to him and say, no, you can't go. I'd probably be like Peter, you know, doing all that Peter done. But the fact of the matter is, he was leaving. But then he says, but... I want the world to know that I love the Father. And the Father's commandments that He's given me, those I'll do. Arise, and let's go hence. Man, I see hopefulness there. And I believe tonight that's what we need. We need to have hopefulness. Hopefulness tonight that 2024 could be such a year for us that we really could show the world tonight that we love the Father. But my family tonight, my family knows that I love the Father. That ought to be a goal for you to make sure that your spouse and your children know that you love the Father this year. That's hopeful. That, man, I could go this year and now I have some vision, I have some, have some direction that I'm going to make sure that my wife and my son and my daughter and anyone else that, that I come in contact with my family, I want them to know one thing about me. I love the Father. i tell you tonight, that's hopeful. Number two, I notice that not only my family will know that I love the Father, that's hopeful, but my church knows that I love the Father. Now, I want my church to know that. I mean, that's that's something tonight that's hopeful for me that in 2024, I may not have demonstrated it much this year. I may not have revealed it much to you this year. I may have failed you in in the thinking tonight that I love the Father, but in 2024, I want to make sure tonight that every single member and every single visitor and every single one that comes to Glory Baptist Church, that they know one thing about me, not that I'm poor, not that I'm ugly, not that I'm dumb, not that... I have all these issues and problems and difficulties and frailties, and I fall and I stumble, and I got all these other things tonight uh, that, uh, that everybody else has tonight uh, to exemplify that. But I want them to know one thing. All of my church tonight, everybody that comes tonight, I want them to know one thing. I love the Father. 2024, that ought to be the very, very desire of your heart that my family knows I love the Father and my church knows that I love the Father. And it's not only going to be because you tell them, it's because you're going to live it. It's because you're going to behave it. You're going to go through troubles and you still love the Father. You go through the trials of life and you still love the Father. You go through the valleys. You go through the mountaintops. You'll find good days. You'll find bad days. But they need to say within their hearts at the end of 2024, it didn't matter what mom and daddy went through. It didn't matter what my wife went through. It didn't matter what my husband went through. It didn't matter and what the church went through, Brother Larry or anyone else tonight. There's one thing that stayed consistent. One thing that stayed on board. One thing that stayed balanced about him as he loved the father that's the desire of my heart hopeful my family would know that I love the father my church would know I love the father the world in which I live will know that I love the father my world tonight is Beasley Tyre that's where I go every day to work that's my world It's not your world, but it's mine. That they would know that I love the Father. The Lowe's down by my house, that's where I go. They would know that I love the Father. The H-E-B down by my house, they would know that I love the Father. The gas station, the Shell right at the corner there of North Park, they would know that I love the Father. And so I'm just saying tonight, your world, they will know that you love the Father. Is that your desire? To be like Jesus, that would be your desire. Hopeful. Number two, I noticed tonight, by being hopeful, but be, by being faithful, by being faithful. 2024, how am I going to be like Jesus? I'm going to be I'm gonna like Jesus because I'm hopeful, but I'm going to be like Jesus because I'm faithful. Faithful to what? Faithful to the commands of my family. Whatever my family commands, because it's a commandment of the Lord, I'll be faithful to it. Whatever he commands in my home, like me as a husband, to love my wife as Christ loved the church, me as a father to raise up my children, nurture admonition of the Lord, uh, to, to be a good counselor, to be a good uh, christian before him to not provoke him unto anger uh to my mom to be a son that's or to be unto uh, her my bro- my sister to be a brother unto her until i'm an uncle uh, i'm a nephew uh, i mean i've got all these other in my home and my family and all that are around me tonight and all the commands that are put upon me by god that i would be faithful faithful what jesus he said my father's commands i do that's called faithfulness. And so not only will I be faithful to the, fam- to the commands of my family, but I'll be faithful to the commands of my church. If my church would have me to come pray at 5 o'clock, I'd come do that. If my church would have me to come pray at 9 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, right here at this altars, I pray every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, you'd come. We go on visitation at 10 o'clock on a Saturday, one Saturday a month, knocking doors, passing out tracts. That command is given to me. I'll come. I'll be there. We have a Bible study at once a Friday of every, of every month. We go down to the nursing home and preach out there and talk to folks about the Lord. What command, what command do you have for the church to give your tithes and give your offerings, to teach a Sunday school class, to lead the singing, to take up the offering, to clean the church, to clean the yards, to have a work day, Fix the fence back here. We need a new fence there. We, there's a tree that's about to fall down. And it keeps on limbs keep on falling down. We've got to cut that tree off. It's dead. I'm just saying tonight, whatever commands that the church has in 2024, you'll say, I'll be faithful. That tonight is a determination, like Jesus. I'm just determined. I'm t- t- determined to make the commitments of my are the commands of my family, the commands of my church, and the commands of the world. The commands of the world at work. If I'm asked to work 10 hours, I'll work 10 hours. If I'm, if I'm asked to work 10 hours for $30 an hour, I'll do it for $30 an hour. If I'm asked to work for $10 an hour, I'll do it for $10 an hour. If they ask me to do something that's not in my, my, not in my, in my uh, maybe my scope of work, I'll do it. See, whatever the commands that are rely upon me in the world in which I live, then I am determined to obey those. Family, church, or world. See, that's the determination tonight Jesus had. And you and I have to come to that same place. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be hopeful. Then lastly, I noticed tonight, and we'll close... I noticed the word by being forceful. I find that in that last portion it says, Arise, let us go hence. I called it being forceful because that's what Jesus was. He was forceful there. He wasn't allowing because he was headed to to be arrested. He was headed to be beat up. He was headed to the cross. He was headed to the resurrection. And yet that didn't sway him at all. He was forceful. He said it didn't matter what was going to come before him. What just mattered is that he was just going to go. And I say to you, friend, that brought encouragement to me tonight as I read that about Jesus. Arise and let us go hence. In other words, tonight, by giving encouragement to my family with instructions tonight, and that's what Jesus did with his disciples. He gave them instructions. He said, Arise and let us us go. Tonight, that's what we need to do in our homes tonight. We got to give encouragement with instructions. As we tonight will lead, as you and I become men and women of action, we'll do it with encouragement, with instructions. But number two, we'll have encouragement in our church with direction, we'll bring our church direction. We'll bring our church. What direction we want to give? We want to serve God. We want to hear the messages that represent Jesus. We want to sing the songs that exalt Christ. Uh, we want to go out into the world and reach the gospel. See, that's the direction that you are to be given to the church tonight. Not, I don't like the colors of the pew. I don't like the colors of the walls. I don't like doing. I don't like all that. All that kind of nonsense. That's carnality and flesh tonight. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about tonight coming to the church and being an encouragement to it because of the direction that you bring to it. Man, let's get on with God. Let's win some people to Christ. Let's have a revival this year. Let's let's bring on several more missionaries i tell you what, I'll I, I do extra in order to get more money for missionary. I'll do whatever it takes. The direction, bringing encouragement tonight. That's what Jesus did. He brought encouragement to his people and why he said to them, uh, not only do you give instruction, arise and let's go hence, but he gave direction. He said, let's go. Go. Tonight, that's what we need to do with our homes and we need to do with our church. And then with the world tonight, we need to find that we need to bring encouragement to the lost co-workers and to the lost people around us tonight that we might bring encouragement with solutions that's what Jesus gave right here was a solution he could have stayed there he could have cried with them he could have said you know my heart breaks for you i wish i didn't i wish i didn't have to go but i do i understand how you're feeling i'm touched with your infirmities you know, I know that three and a half years is not very long. It's just enough to love me. Then I got to go. I know I'm breaking your heart. You know, I, I know all these things. And he might have sat down with him and kind of comforted him and put his arms around him, maybe hugged him, and and maybe kind of just counseled him along the way and say, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm going to come back for you. We're going to be in heaven, and we're going to be up there in that matching, and and give him all them encouraging words. But he didn't do any of that. He said, "Let's rise, and let's go hence." He just brought a solution to them. Let's go, fellas. We got a job to do. We got a work to do. And see, that's what we need to do to the world tonight is bring solutions. I love it tonight when people come to me and they bring problems. They say, we got another problem for you. I said, I love problems. They said, well, you love problems? I said, yeah, because I got solutions. I tell them that all the time. And we do. We don't take problems tonight and not have any answers. We take problems and we bring solutions. Tonight, we do that as Christians. We do that tonight as people. You all do that as your people of your home. Bring solutions. Don't bring problems to your home. You don't be a problem, you be a solution. You don't be the one that everybody says, Oh, no. <laughs> Here they come. Don't be the one that nobody wants to talk to. Don't be the one tonight that you, you are just a mess. It's all about problems with you but tonight be the one who has a solution that's what jesus had he had an instruction he had direction he had solution for he was being forceful now tonight we need to be forceful in our church in our home and in our world that you and i tonight can be like jesus in 2024 he had no fear he had no turning and he had no end He was headed to the cross like a flint. And I pray tonight that each one of us would take on Jesus. And I want the desire of Jesus, the determination of Jesus, and I want tonight the decision of Jesus. You know what? I want to be more like Jesus in 24. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. I appreciate you tonight. I thank you for being here tonight. You encourage my heart. I pray that something might have been said tonight that might help you, that might lead you along the way. You know, every once in a while, we just need a spark. Every once in a while, we just need a little, little bit of tapping on the shoulder, a little bit of word to get us back in line, to get us back on track. God, help us tonight to get back on track love you church may the lord bless you if you need to come tonight for anything the altars are open you can just pray pray unto the father anything tonight to desire the determination and decision of jesus thank you jesus you help me tonight all right any prayer requests here tonight
1: Standing by a purpose true, heeding God's command. Honor than the faithful few, all hail to Daniel's band. Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone. Dare to have a purpose firm, dare to make it great and tall stalking through the land Headlong to the earth would fall if met by Daniel's band Dare to be a Daniel dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose fun, dare to make it known. Gospel banner high on to victory ground Satan and his host and shout for Daniel's band Dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone Dare to have a purpose firm Dare to make it